Beauty for ashes. 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 Beauty for Welcome to the Beauty for Ashes podcast. I am your host, Shayna Salome, and I am a testament that God can take your life and turn it around with just one yes. Join me as we tackle the real, expose the enemy, and apply pressure. God wants to give you Beauty for Ashes, and today we are talking about a lesson in humility and gratitude. We have a specific story to break down within the word today, and I am so excited. Uh, You probably saw the title, and you're like, well, the nine, who is that? (laughs) And we are going to find out today. So this uh, recording is actually a little bit different because I gave a bit of a sneak peek uh, because this was the word that was given within a webinar that I did yesterday um, for the Chosen for This conference uh, 2021, of course. Um, and the conference is actually happening in Detroit. I don't know, for those of you who may remember, I had Morgan McHale, the faith coach. She's also the founder of the Chosen for This Conference. She was one, uh, she was our first special guest for this season. And we kind of went in and talked about being chosen on that episode. And the time has come, y'all, the conference is next week. And God has blessed me to be able to be one of the speakers. Um, I will be speaking on Friday, April 2nd. So there is still time for you to get your in-person tickets as well as your virtual tickets. And I would love, 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 love to see you in attendance. So I will make sure that I link that in the show notes so that you all have the opportunity to get in on this amazing move of God that is about to take place. So it's going to be a little different. You know, it's almost like hitting a replay just without the video. So you all will be able to hear the message that way. And then I will close it out like we normally do. So it's 8.05, y'all. We about to go ahead and pray real quick and then we're going to get started. Oh, and I'll introduce myself a little better after that as well. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for waking us up this morning, for letting us live to see another day, for letting us to be letting us uh, live, breathe, move, and have being, Lord God. Father God, I just pray for each and every person that is listening to this right now, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that you will come on them, Lord God, like never before, Lord God, that you will give them a peace for their situation, Lord God, that in this hour, Lord God, they will know that you are there, Lord God, for you said that you will never leave us nor forsake us, Lord God, and may we know that to be true on this day, Lord God. And Father God, I just pray that this message will come forth as you would like it to. Holy Spirit, I just ask you to have your way. Remove me from the equation, Lord. Let it be all you, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. So, hey y'all again. (laughs) All right, so my name is Shayna Johnson, all right, and I 
have been recently given the title from God as the Worth Wellness Coach, okay? And you might be like, what does that mean? Because that's what I was wondering when God told me. <laughs> but the good thing about God is when he tells you who you are, he will give you the steps. He will prepare you. He will let you know the details. And so as a Worth Wellness Coach, I help guide women into their true worth and identity in Christ because that is so important. It is important to know your value. It is important to know your worth. It is important to know who you are and whose you are, okay? And I am awesome. Sorry, y'all, my, my phone was doing a thing. <laughs> I am See, this is, this is the devil, okay? He's salty. Let me see. All right, praise God. We're gonna keep it going. I'm also the podcast host for Beauty for Ashes podcast, okay? And that podcast was literally birthed out of my yes to God. Seriously, like I was in a place where I didn't know what I was doing, where I was going. Um, I went to a conference actually, so isn't that amazing how God works things around? I went to a conference in October of 2020 and I rededicated my life for real, for real. <laughs> and I also got baptized in the Atlantic Ocean. It was the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life. But the thing is what I left with it, I had a fire within me and I was ready to go, okay? I was ready to go forth. And as soon as I got back and I got a little bit of rest, you know, I was like, God, why am I here? You told me you wanted me to speak, but how? What do you want me to do? And I just kept asking these questions and God dropped on me. He was like, podcast. And I'm like, podcast like I don't even know the first okay um but here I am today we are gonna be 14 episodes in tomorrow actually the surprise is that y'all get a sneak peek on today because the what I'm presenting to y'all today is actually the word for the podcast on tomorrow so y'all get early access <laughs> um but I am just so honored and, and grateful to be here before y'all and to be able to even speak to y'all today. Like seriously, um, I did not know that I would be in this position, but God is always in control, right? And so we, we may not always know the working parts or he may give us little pieces, but we don't know until we get there sometimes what it is that he had in store for us. So with all that being said, y'all, I'm going to get right in, okay? Uh, I might just be looking down here and there because I do have notes and things of that nature. So just bear with me on that. But this, this, uh, I was about to say this episode, but this uh, message today is called, Where Are the Nine? Now you might be like, what, are, what is she talking about? What does she mean? Where are the nine? We're going to get there. But first, like I like to do even in my podcast episode, God always leads me to first define a few words, right? Because we want to go in making sure that we understand what these words mean. And a lot of time we talk about what it means in the world, what it means if we just go Googling or look at the dictionary. And then we talk about what God says about it in the Bible. And today we are really focusing on something that is so important for someone to be who is chosen by God. If you say that you are chosen, let me tell you. Let me tell you one thing that's very important for you to have. Humility. Humility. And not only humility, we're also going to talk about gratefulness. They are both very important. But that is pretty much our topic for tonight. Where are the nine? You're going to understand at the end. So first things first, we have to define humility, okay? First things first. And I'm just getting so excited, y'all, because like, as God, I don't know about y'all, but when God gives me something to say, I just, whoo, it just started, whoo, like, like fire shut up in my bones, right? I just like, God, I got to get this out, okay? Um, so bear with me, okay? So, hey, Jocelyn, 
Uh, so here we go. What is humil humility? All right. What does it actually mean to be humble? So when I went and I started looking at these different definitions and things of that nature, the first definition I came across that stood out to me was not proud or haughty, not arrogant or assertive. Okay, so here we see humility being described as the opposite of prideful. Now, there is good pride. There is, you know, bad pride that's connected to arrogance. We're, we're not going to get all into the different types of pride or where you should have pride in and stuff. Not today, right? <laughs> but uh, pride can even show up. I'll give you all an example for me. So I, before God took me out of the job I was in, I was very prideful of my possessions. I was very prideful of what I had because I'm like, look, look what I done did. Look, all of this came from me. I did that. I did that, you know, and then not realizing that, first of all, I need to repent, but not realizing that Shayna, you couldn't have did none of that without God right <laughs> and so to be humble is truly to recognize that what i have who i am where i'm at is not due to me it's due to god like how many of us you know don't realize that the very things that we have could be taken away in an instant we live in this court this culture that's like hustle and grind hustle and grind right hustle and grind you're just grinding yourself into the mud doing all of this and it don't even take all of that if you just realize that look god is the one that's in control <laughs> you know we sit there and we take credit for what we have and what we've done when god is the one that created us he was the one that allowed you to have that strategy he was the one who allowed you to be good at finances that was god and so pride <laughs> look pride is going to get in the way of a lot of things and so as a chosen people we have to realize who gave us the voice that we have? Where does our strength come from? Why do I have this house? Why do I have this car? It's not because of anything that Shana could have did, but it's all because of what God could do. So that's the first definition, right? Okay, so that's what it means to be humble is realizing and not taking pride in something that I did not do. Next definition is reflecting, expressing, or offered in a spirit of deference. And deference means respect or submission. So to be humble is to show a respect or submission to God, all right? And so I was uh, just meditating on this and I felt the Holy Spirit say that showing humility is an offering that is carried by way of reflection or expression, okay? So did you, did y'all know that when you humble yourself, it's like a, it's, it's like an offering to God. Like I'm sitting here and I'm reflecting on the goodness of God. I'm sitting here and I'm expressing in worship and in, in praise and I'm giving God the glory and the honor that is due to him. That is humility, okay? That is humility. And then the last definition that really stuck out to me was lowly. Lowly. And lowly means to be low in position. So I thought, okay, to be low in position, literally and figuratively, we humble ourselves in a lowly position, whether that is realizing that, hey, <laughs> I am little in comparison to this great God, or even uh, literally when we are in worship, getting on our knees, getting on our face, crying out to God, right? We, as a humble people, we need to regard God as the highest. And by regard, I mean consider even have the thought because some of us not even thinking about how great how high how mighty god is okay you know we sing the song lord we lift your name on high right and for a lot of us these songs just become words that we're saying 
They just become words that we're saying. You know, some of us are singing the songs and we don't even mean what we're saying. And I just want to challenge you that the songs that you're singing, is it written on your hearts? Do you truly believe that? Do you understand like, Lord, I lift your name on high. You are the one that's high above all. Okay. And when we do that, when we begin to realize who God is, now we're like, oh, let me, let me take it down a couple notches. All right. <laughs> so being lowly, right? Humbling yourself unto God is literally being in a position of worship, in a position of reverence. Do you realize how small you are? And I'm really not trying to come for y'all, for me, nobody. Like, but we are small, y'all. Think about it. We are going into the presence of the God of the universe. We are going into the presence of the God that knitted us together, that formed us right? He formed us before we were even in our mother's womb. He is the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. There is nothing greater than him. So why aren't we humbling ourselves before him? Why? Why? Like when I, when the Holy Spirit dropped that on me, I'm like, yo, okay. I, I am in the presence of the creator of the universe. <laughs> like, Oh my God, <laughs> thank you God that I even have this opportunity to be before you. Let me go ahead and bow down, <laughs> okay? Let me go ahead and sit at your feet because you are absolutely amazing. My mind can't even wrap around how great you are. Like, y'all, <laughs> what is your posture, okay? What is your posture as being chosen, I mean, as being a believer, period, because, but we know that some people don't answer the call, right? But uh, if you're saying, you're proclaiming here, I am chosen, I am answering God's call over my life. My question for you today is, what is your posture? Are you humbling yourself before him? Psalms 138 and six says, though the Lord is on high, yet he regards, there's that word again, he considers the lowly, but the proud he knows from afar. So the Bible is even letting us know that when we are in that low position, when we humble ourselves, even though God is on high, even though he's on in a separate realm from us, he is still here with us. He is still near us. How amazing is that? But once you start, act, uh, once you start walking in that spirit of pride and you think you don't need God, Oh, honey, you creating distance. And let me tell you, <laughs> you don't want to create distance between you and God. You don't want to do that. And so secondly, I wanted to define gratefulness. All right. And with gratefulness, we just going to put it simply. Gratefulness is to be appreciative of benefits received. Right. So you're thankful. You're grateful. You are appreciative of what God gives you. Okay. Um. I believe that only when you are humble are you able to really recognize that the things that you have has been given to you. You have to humble yourself in order to do that. Like, there's really no way around it. Now, we could spend a whole lot of time on humility and pride and everything. I mean, all we really got to do is crack open Proverbs. And there's a lot of scriptures on pride and everything. But today, we're going to go ahead and just roll into the story that uh, is correlated with the title of this message. So I'm reading from Luke 17 and 11 through 19. And I'm using the Amplified version for those who want to look back and, uh, and uh, meditate on it. Because I do 
want to recommend anybody that is listening watching to go back and look at these scriptures and allow the holy spirit to reveal things to you as well so i'm going to read it out loud for y'all here so while jesus was on the way to jerusalem he was passing along the border between samaria and galilee as he entered a village he was met by 10 lepers who stood at a distance so lepers are people that had leprosy uh skin condition you know they were uh seen as unclean um as he entered oh i said that <laughs> Um, he entered the village and he was met by the 10 lepers who stood at a distance. Now, they raised their voices and called out, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were miraculously healed and made clean. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying and praising and honoring God with a loud voice. And he lay face downward at Jesus's feet thanking him over and over. He was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not 10 of you cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was there no one found to return and to give thanks and praise to God except this foreigner? Jesus said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith, your personal trust in me and your confidence in God's power has restored your health, okay? So look, I have been meditating on this scripture. <laughs> for quite a while now okay because i was within luke earlier this month and god has me reading through it again and when i even when i got there it was i was a draw holy spirit had me in that position there and i just kept reading it kept reading it you know he gave me some revelation and then um, i just felt the holy spirit telling me to revisit it again for this purpose so we're going to break down the scripture i like doing this <laughs> first thing that the holy spirit had me highlight was that they raised their voices okay and that's going to be a little important as we go through the scripture the 10 men raised their voices and they all cried out to god with the same cry have mercy on me many of us are crying out to god and we may not even necessarily know it but we're all crying out, crying out about some of the same some of the same things lord touch my finances. Lord, I need a new job. Lord, restore my family. Lord, where's my husband? Lord, where's my wife? Like we are asking God the same questions. We're all crying out to him. We're talking about God. I need a move in my life. When are you going to move? When am I going to see something, God? Like we are crying out to God in the same way. So we might be saying it a little different. We might be in different seasons. Maybe this time I'm asking for a job and this time you're asking to leave your job and get a new one, <laughs> but we are still crying out to God, right? And in this moment, Jesus heard their cry, right? He heard what they had to say and he healed them. So looking at that, God does hear us, right? He does hear us and he answers us as well. And he may have answered you with a new job. He may have answered you with the clean bill of health. He may have answered you with the husband, you know? Um, so let's just get that established, all right? That we do cry out to God for things. Many of them are the same things. And not only does God hear us, but he does answer us according to his will. So let's remember that as we go forth. So then the, turn, the, the, the events kind of turn a little bit, all right? One, one of them turned around, y'all. Now let's, let's let's remember here. We had ten. Ten that got answered that Jesus healed and answered, right? But one of them turned around. This one saw that he was healed, 
he saw that Jesus had answered him. And instead of continuing forward, y'all, he turned back and he glorified and he praised God. And not only that, they said that he did it with a loud voice. So let's break this down. First of all, he identified. He identified, okay, I'm healed. And the first thing that he did was turn around. How many of us get what God has, get what God what we have been asking God for, we get the answer we needed, and then we just keep going forward. We pay no mind to what, what God has done. Let's be real. We get all caught up in what he answered us in, and now we have not went back to say thank you. We have not went back to get back on our faces. We have not went back to uh, have gratitude, show gratitude, to, to humble ourselves before God and be like, yo, God, you answered me, right? A lot of us just keep on moving forward. Okay, we receive the blessings, we receive the answer prayer, and then we forget about God. This dude, this Samaritan, he came to God with the same energy. He cried out to him when he needed something, and when he got it, he cried out to him. And that is one thing that I want y'all to take from this. Keep that same energy, okay? A lot of us be out here laid out on the floor, soaking, Whatever we can do in God's presence, because we need an answer, right? We need a miracle. And then God gives us it, whether it's small or big. And what do we do? Oh, thanks, God. You know, hey, we keep on going. All right, on to the next thing. Or some of us, some of us are like, okay, God, you answer that, but why you ain't answer this? Did he, did he not just? Did he not just answer you though? You know what I'm saying? So keep that same energy. If you're going to be on your face in God's presence when you need something, be on your face and in God's presence when he gives it to you. Okay? That's all I'm saying. As a chosen people, all right, no matter where God is taking you, you should be turning back and thanking him and being in gratitude and humbling yourself for what he's done and what he will do. Okay? So... <laughs> You know, for those who are watching, I want y'all to write in the comments, I will not give God a lazy praise because that's what happens. We're going full force when we need something. Then we get a little bit of what we need and we forget God. And now we're just like, all right, yeah, praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Glory be to God on high. Like, come on now. What was you doing before when you needed something? <laughs> How was you talking to God before? A lot of us like, hallelujah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We on the ground. We like, yes, God, hallelujah. You cannot fail, Jesus. And then we get in. We just like, woo, thank you, Jesus. And just go out the door. What is, what is that? What is that? Like, what's going on with us, right? We should be going back before the Lord with the same energy, y'all. You know what? Not even the same energy, greater energy, okay? I want you to meet the energy you had when you were crying out to God and then exceed it because God did it, right? He did it for you. You wanted this thing. You needed this thing, right? And he, if it's, if it's anything like the God I serve, he, he superseded it, right? So who are we to not turn back and give God the glory, the honor, and the praise that is due his name, Okay? Yes, Desiree. Some of us don't even say thank you. Some of us just be like, oh, look at that. I applied to five jobs and I got one. That was me. 
No, God moved on your behalf. Yeah, you might have did the work to submit the applications, but I bet you the reason why you got a call back was because of God. And now here we are taking credit, taking credit again, right? Um, and so then let's let's keep looking at the Samaritan's behavior, right? Because his behavior is kind of uh, explaining to us what we need to be like. It says that he laid face downward at Jesus's feet, thanking him over and over okay this man was on his face all right he humbled himself before jesus he brought himself low he had that lowly posture he didn't care what nobody was thinking i imagine there was probably people around and they're probably like what is this man doing why is he over here at jesus feet like this why he on his face what he doing right but he did not care because he knew what god had did for him and he knew that it was nothing by what he could have done he knew it was all jesus right and so he showed him that he like look god this could never have been me so here i am back here i am back here you know, and I love how the Amplify version said that he thanked him over and over. We should have this posture. There should never be a moment where there is not gratitude and thankfulness on our lips. We have to continue. It's, it's a continuous thing over and over and over again. This communicates that this attitude of humility is something that does not happen just once. And I'm not saying, okay, God did this for you. You go back and you praise him, you glorify him, and then you still keep it pushing. No, this is a continuous thing. Every day you are worshiping and thanking God for who he is. Psalms 34 and 1 says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. It's not something that you just do once. It's a constant thing. It's a constant posture. It's a constant um, mindset. Okay. And then, you know, they mentioned him being a Samaritan. And I, I believe that there is nothing that is in the Bible that is not intentional, right? Because it's Holy Spirit breathed, right? It came from God. So there's a reason why they said that he was a Samaritan. And for those who don't know, you know, the Jews ain't really, you know, they ain't really mess with the Samaritans like that, okay? And they were considered to be foreigners. So I'm like, huh, it's interesting that we we get this lens of like, oh, he was a Samaritan, you know? We don't hear about who the other nine were, but this guy in particular, he was a Samaritan. So the Holy Spirit brought to my attention that when we have been praying for the same thing as someone else, right? and someone who is foreign to us gets what we have been praying for before we do, we get a little jealous, right? We've determined that we don't think that they should be getting it before us. What is that, right? Sounds like pride to me. <laughs> and you know, if somebody just doesn't necessarily check all the boxes for how a believer should look, then we question their blessing, trying to figure out, well, why them, God? Why them and not me? Because I have done so-and-so and so-and-so, so why not me, God? I've been asking you for a car since last year. Why did you give it to them? I've been asking you for a husband. She got hers within one year. God, why not me? Why not me? Lord, you know I've been struggling in my finances, yet she just got a million dollars? Why not me? And now your focus is on the wrong thing. Your focus should be on praising God, right? 
Your focus should be on humbling yourself. And who are you to judge what God has given to someone else? Could it be that they were at God's feet in private? Could it be that they knew the meaning of humility? Okay. Could it be that they were grateful and for every little thing that God gave them, they turned around and they gave him thanks and glory and praise for what he had done for them, even if it was small. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we sitting here judging them and where we at? We not, we not over there. We not on our feet. We not on our face. We not, we not in God's face, but they were, but we too busy looking at what they got, what God gave them. And why we don't have it? Well, maybe we don't have it because we have not humbled ourselves and got down in God's presence, okay? You know, and then Jesus goes on to ask, wasn't it 10 of y'all? <laughs> I counted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, 10. It was 10 of y'all. So where did the other nine go? Where are the other nine? Where are they at? He was like, so this foreigner, that's the only one that thought, hmm, maybe I should give praise and thanks to God. I think God is looking at a lot of us who are claiming him. And God is like, where the other nine go? <laughs> where my kids go? I just gave them this and I ain't heard from them in a minute. I believe that the Holy Spirit is giving us the same question, y'all. Was there not more of us crying out to God in the beginning? Did God not answer you in some way or for something, period, right? Because even when we don't necessarily see what we're asking for right now, there is still plenty that you could be praising God for. You could be praising him for the very breath because without that breath, you'd be dead, right? It wouldn't be this life or whatever. All these things that you're asking for wouldn't even need to be here because you be gone. So like, there's always something to praise God for. So even if you don't have it yet, you better be praising him for the fact that you can see. It's some people that can't see. And you know what? I remember I had a group of friends I used to hang out with before I came all the way into where God was leading me, right? And there were people who got upset about if you said, well, you know, look on this side, at least you have this. And they always said, well, you know, you, you are demeaning me and, you know, um, you're making me feel like I'm not validated. And so that's that's not to demean or invalidate your feelings at all. It's the truth. The truth is that there is someone that's a little worse off than you. So there always is something to praise God for, even if you haven't got what you needed yet or even if you haven't got what you want yet. That's just real. That's just truth. That's just facts. OK, don't get mad at me. It's the truth. All right. And so my question to you today is even in the small, the mundane things, the little things that God hasn't answered you on or that you haven't seen the answer yet. Right. Because God is already moving on our behalf. He's already went before us. OK. Are you going to be one of the nine or will you be that one that gives credit where credit is due? 1 Corinthians 4 and 7 says, for who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? I, I don't even think I have to really 
explain that one or say more to that. We are nothing more than what God has given us, right? Like I said before, God gave us the breath, right? And we would literally be nothing without it. If we take it, if we strip it down to the, to the, to the, the basis of things without breath, I would not be here and God gave me that. So how can I even boast about living? <laughs> right? How can I even boast about that? Let there be a praise on my lips because glory to God. I woke up, I woke up this morning. I was able to breathe. I didn't have no conditions. My lungs are expanding fine, right? I can see, I can hear, I am able-bodied and I can walk. Like what is there not for me to praise God for, right? There is nothing that we have been given that we did not receive, okay? So remember today who gave it to you. Who gave it to you? And before you go judging what God has given somebody else, do a heart check. Because you don't see what they're doing behind closed doors. You don't see what they're doing behind, behind closed doors. God is near those who are lowly, those who are humble, so while we over here judging, they've been chopping it up with God in their prayer closet. God been real near to them. <laughs> Meanwhile, we didn't distance ourselves from God. And the more that we're judging, the more distance we're creating. All right. And so then Jesus tells him to go. He says, your faith. And in the Amplified version, it says your personal trust in me and your confidence in God's power has restored you to health. So. He came back to Jesus to humble himself and to give gratitude. And because of his faith, because he submitted himself to God, even after he was answered, you get that? Even after he was answered, because of his trust and confidence in God and who God is, because we got to know who God is, right? He was restored. He was restored. And so I, I, I love this commentary. Uh, it's called Enduring Word. And if y'all ever want to get a little bit more revelation or do a little bit more studying and meditating on a scripture, they break down stuff piece by piece by piece. OK, and there was this portion. Um, there was commentary on this part of the scripture and they said there was an extra healing for this 10th le leper. When Jesus said this, he likely meant God's work within the man's heart. The other lepers had whole bodies, but sick hearts. Mm. So some of us are receiving the things that God gave us, right? But we aren't thanking him. We aren't humble. humble. And that is still showing where our hearts are. We like, God, change me, do a work in me. And our hearts are still hardened to him. And he gives us something and we can't even thank him. We can't even humble ourselves and get back on our face like we did before. And because the one, the Samaritan came back, God gave him a little extra. He gave him a little bit extra. You know what? Because of your faith, because of your gratitude, because you were humble, I'm going to keep on increasing for you. It's only up from here for you. See, there's a, a reward for the humble, okay? Proverbs 22 and 4 says, because if you don't believe me, you know I got the scripture for it. There's a reward for it. True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and long life. True humility. So 
see God, he's such a good father, right? That he's, he will supply our needs. He's going to give us these things. So is it really that much to ask for you to humble yourself before the Lord? Is it? Because when you humble yourself, there's still more to be added on to it. <laughs> there's still more to be added on to it. So as the chosen people by God, we have to remember humility. We have to remember gratefulness. We have to keep that posture. And so God gave me three key points to leave y'all with. The first one is you will always need God no matter where he takes you, no matter where he elevates you, no matter where he places you. See, the thing about being chosen, right? And, you know, Destiny talked about this last night, about it takes obedience, right? Or, oh, excuse me, not obedience. That was, that was uh, Morgan. What did Destiny say? No, I can't remember. Doing and, which this is also obedience, but she was talking more about doing and saying what God tells you to no matter what. And then uh, Morgan talked about being obedient as well, along with that. You have to remember that you're going to always need God, period. A lot of us, we get into these positions and, and we start off humble. You know, God, you know, use me, God, use me. I'm available to you, Lord God. And then he starts placing you in these positions because he needs you in these areas for the kingdom. And we take that and we get prideful and we forget the reason why we even are there. Right. And then we forget that to even go anywhere else, we need God, right? So number one, you will always need God no matter where he takes you. So a lot of us are in this season where God is about to elevate us. We're in this season where God is about to transition us into the overflow. And you need to understand here right now on today, it's 8.40 p.m. You will need God in every phase. Do not forget it. Do not forget it. And then number two, humility is a lifestyle. I keep tongue twister. Humility is a lifestyle. It is a posture. And we talked about that. The Samaritan is a great example for us that, look, that's the posture that we need. And then when we are in that posture, one, God is pleased with you. But two, there are things that can be added on to you. And then three, gratefulness. Because in, his, in God's presence, in his humility, he showed God how grateful he was of what he received from him. Okay? So gratefulness. Let it flow from your heart. Like that song. I'm not going to sing or nothing. But <laughs> they're like, grateful, 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 gratefulness. It's flowing from my heart. Another song, again, where we're saying these words, but are those words matching what's in your heart? Are they matching what's in your heart? I don't want y'all to forget that when God, when he answers you, give him the glory that is due his name. Seriously, give him the duty, give him the glory that is due his name because I'm just going to look this up because it's messing with my lighting because it's so important, especially when you are called by God, because the, the last thing you want it's for God to have to humble you, especially when he's taking you to a certain level and now he got to bring you down low. I don't want that for y'all. <laughs> I don't want that for me either. So let's just remember to keep God first, to keep him in the forefront, to go before him and to humble ourselves each and every day, be in his presence 
We want to make sure that we are turning back. We are going back. When God gives us something, we are going back and making sure that we are thanking, we're praising him, we're glorifying him, we're giving him the praise that is due to only his name, the God that is on high. I truly, truly thank y'all for taking the time to listen. I am extremely thankful um, to even be able to do this, to be able to speak to y'all, to even be used by God. Um, I'm so excited for the Chosen Conference. I'm so excited that Friday we are, not this Friday, but next Friday, <laughs> it's time. Like, we're here. The moment is here. And I'm, I'm so excited to be able to speak. And I can't wait to see the move of the Holy Spirit, y'all. I actually, I want to re uh, encourage you all to pray this prayer, you know, as you go to God daily leading up to this conference, that the Holy Spirit is going to pour within that room like we have never seen before. A Holy Spirit outpour, okay? Pray, pray. Be in agreement because it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> All right. And so uh, I'm just so excited to see what God does and the move of God in its entirety and to see souls saved and lives changed and people literally transformed, right? And being able to walk in freedom again. Like this is what it's all about. It's not about us at the end of the day, okay? It is not about us. It is all about God. It's all about advancing his kingdom. It is all about the souls, the the the, the people who are out here that's like, yo, I might not live to see another day because I just can't take it anymore. We are here for that reason because every person on this earth has a purpose, right? And so I'm just excited. I really am. I thank y'all again for tuning in. And I can't wait to see y'all on Friday. Y'all be blessed. Now, I hope that you all enjoyed that word from God. I was definitely pumped up. I was definitely fired up, okay? I don't know if y'all could hear it in my voice, <laughs> but I was so here for the word that God had gave us, and I just hope that we all take this opportunity to just look at ourselves and realize that at the very end of the day, we still need God. At the very end of the day, we need to humble ourselves. At the very end of the day, we need to keep that same energy, the same way we were crying out to God with a loud voice when we needed him and when we wanted something that's the same way we need to come before him and give it all to him even more than when he answers our prayer so if there was anybody that listened to it today listened to this message and thought you know what I really really want to get myself together right I have been going around and life has not made much sense for me. Well, let me tell you, life begins to make sense, okay, when you know the person who created life, all right? And so there's this thing, right? There's this thing called salvation. <laughs> and literally, y'all, your life will change after you've given God your yes and, and chosen to follow him. You know, a part of being called and chosen is making that decision to lay down your life and to be God's vessel. So, for anybody that's listening, all you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and he rose again in three days, okay? So just take that moment to confess that with your mouth and believe it 
in your heart, okay? And then let God know, Lord, I repent. I repent for my sins, God. I am relinquishing control. Jesus, come into my life and take over, all right? And then it's a daily walk, and I want to encourage you that if you declared that today, if you spoke that today, if you believe that in your heart, join our Facebook group, okay? It's very important that when you begin this walk with Christ that you have a community of like-minded individuals. We will be there for you. We will pray with you. Whatever it is that you need, you can lean on us. So go ahead and click that link so that we can connect with you. I, again, am just so excited for what it is that God is doing in my life. Let me truly be a testament that when you give God your yes, things just begin to move, okay? (laughs) Look, it's like you move, God moves, you move. You move, God moves. Like, <laughs> I just want to thank y'all again for listening to this episode. Uh, next week is actually our last episode of the season. Literally, we are closing out. We are closing out season one, y'all. Can you believe it? And I am just so grateful and thankful for every person that has tuned in and listened to the first season of the Beauty for Ashes podcast. Go ahead, take the time to follow us on Instagram at the Beauty for Ashes podcast. Follow me at Shayna Salome, that's S-H-A-I-N-A-S-A-L-O-M-E, and follow us as well on Facebook at the Beauty for Ashes podcast. Stay connected with us, and I will talk to you all next week. Peace.